0: on today's show, have you ever thought, if I can just get the attention of more people, I could close more clients and grow my business? Well, that's where we find today's guest, Jay. He's a web developer and an SEO expert in Kentucky, USA, and Jay's only been freelancing for a few months. He's off to a great start, having already closed a half dozen monthly recurring clients. But Jay's biggest question is how to get more volume or more awareness. So, of course, as marketing geeks, Clay and I jump in with some of our best advice. It's all on today's episode of Freelance to Founder. Here we go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay. And this is Freelance to Founder. Clay and I have both been there, barely making ends meet as a freelancer, knowing there has to be more. But since then, we've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. And now it's your turn. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you. Discovering this podcast a few months ago really like changed the trajectory of my journey. I'm not sure I would even be thinking about... Pushing this
1: forward as much as I am if it weren't for
0: YouTube.
2: This has been really helpful and I, I think a good
0: mindset shift for me.
1: Really, really valuable stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to
2: put this stuff into action immediately.
0: Discovering that I'm a founder instead of a freelancer has been amazing for me. If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you free, then you've got to join us. You can call in yourself by visiting freelance freelance2founder.com. We can't wait to chat with you. We'll be back with today's caller after this. When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this, Hey guys, you've got enough tough decisions to make every month as you grow your business. Picking your next great book to read should not be one of them. With Book of the Month, you can forget about the hassle of browsing through endless shelves or scrolling infinitely through an overwhelming amount of book options online. Book of the Month simplifies the process of finding the next great thing to read by offering a carefully selected lineup of five to seven titles to pick from each month. From gripping thrillers to heartwarming romance and everything in between, I'm personally really excited about this new announcement from Book of the Month curated audiobooks. Since you're listening to podcasts, I assume that you like audiobooks and you're like me, you're more of a downloader than a page turner and this is your moment. I'm right here with you. I've picked out my selections for March already and you can too. Joining Book of the Month is super easy, very affordable, plus for a limited time, new members can get their first book for just $9.99 with code CHIRP. Visit bookofthemonth.com now to pick your next great read. That's bookofthemonth.com with promo code CHIRP C-H-I-R-P or click the link in our show description. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee with Millo.co and joining me on the air today is my friend Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey Clay. What's going on? How's it going man? I, uh, I made it to this week's recording last week. I totally blew you guys <laughs> off. I just was like heads down on a project and I literally saw your, your text message that you were like we're going to hang around till a uh, quarter after and then we're going to leave and I saw it at, at like you know, whatever it was, 16 or something. And I was like, ah, dang it. So anyway, I'm here today and uh, you're here today. And joining us also is our new friend, Jay, calling from Kentucky. Hey, Jay. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. Jay was flattering us before we hit record, um, said he discovered our show a couple weeks ago, has been binge listening ever since. And man, we just love to hear that. So thank you, Jay, for for listening and, and for being willing to come on the show as well.
1: No, thank you. You guys put I'm, out some awesome content. I'm, really I'm happy
0: curious uh, if you've been binge listening to
2: pre pre me. <laughs>
1: uh, so that's funny. Uh, Cause I'll go out for walks and I'll, I'll find an episode I haven't listened to yet. Cause Spotify's UI is garbage. But anyway, um, I, I discovered there was like some line in history, I think about 2019 where some other dude entirely <laughs> is running yeah. this podcast and, that's, that's where I found that that's my starting point is that Mm, forward now because it's a totally different thing.
0: It is a totally different format. We, in fact, Mm -hmm. I, I technically was like executive producing the show, so it's always been part of our brand. But for those who don't know, yeah, in boy in 2017 or 2016, I think we started the podcast and it was very narrative. It was very like, Mm -hmm. um, like startup or, uh, kind of like this American life or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, something like that. And, and it was very narrative in nature, and and um, those were hard to produce. <laughs> um, Brandon did a fantastic job uh, doing those for a while, and then when he wasn't able to do those anymore, I, I was like, what are we going to pivot the show to? And and this format sort of came to mind, and people really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's helped me also build a friendship with Clay, which has been awesome. And so, yes, that's a good starting point if you like this coaching format. <laughs> Anything you know older than that is not going to be the same format, although it will still be entertaining and, and helpful.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so I, I actually was searching <laughs> for more podcasts based on uh, monthly website plans, and and I found a couple of them referring to Clay's original one where he pivoted to that.
2: Oh, uh, how funny!
1: Yeah, and that's that's how I found your your podcast entirely. Was I was looking for more material on that because it's mm. it's a thing, but it's not a huge thing yet.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, I'm surprised by it too. And I, you know, we talk about it all the time on this show. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I tell I. You know, I don't know how many times I've said, hey, switch to monthly, switch to monthly. Mm-hmm. I'm very <laughs> yeah. curious how many people have actually done that. It's like, I don't know. For some reason, people are scared about it. I, I don't know. Not me. I closed my first one. <laughs> they, yeah. And it was an easy close too, right? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when, when, well. I told her, when I told her 250 a month all in, she was like, that's it? I said, yep. yeah, that's it. And she well, said, Guess what?
2: Yeah. Guess what? That's $250 a month that you get for as long as she's a client. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly.
0: And that is like, that's like the dream thing I feel like to have a client say to you when you tell them your price. Right. Right. Especially like if you feel like you're getting a great amount of money, which, which it sounds like you're happy with that price, right?
2: Now here, okay. I know we haven't got into the, like the coaching session yet, but I I do want to make this point about that. If you get too many people saying that's it, that means you need to increase your price. Yep. Totally. You need to have some pushback. Some yep. pushback. If you yeah, have me, some pushback, that means you're at the sweet
0: spot. Yeah. For me, I've always like I'll, – I'll raise it a little, raise it a little. and In the beginning, they're saying, that's it. That's it. And then they shift to sort of this like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Good. Good. Yep. You keep going, going. And then it's eventually it's like, ooh, uh, let me get back to you. Mm, I'm not sure. Uh, let me check some numbers. And those kinds of phrases, that's when I like – Sort of slow down right around there. That's the sweet spot right below that. Yeah, yeah, because that's like,
2: yeah, it's like, because I I, I'm no longer at two hundred fifty dollars a month. It's uh, uh, so like I've doubled that. But like there was a point where I was closing ten out of ten people at two fifty a month. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, okay, like, and it it sounds counterintuitive too, because I'm like, because everybody wants to close ten out of ten, right? But like now I'm at double and I close like eight or nine out of ten. So. You know, yeah. that's where, I think that's where people yep. should be. Anyways, we yep. can move on.
0: No, I think that that's spot on and and good early advice here for Jay. Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your business? It sounds like you're working in web design. Uh, why don't you tell us about your clients, how long you've been at it, what your business looks like, anything you want to share with us?
1: Yeah, uh, that's, that's complicated. But um, so <laughs> I started the web design, web development business uh, basically in January. Uh, prior to that. I was a digital forensic analyst and a private investigator trying to oh, marry wow. those two things together and the market wasn't ready for it. Louisville's not big enough for it and COVID. So the courts mm. weren't even open. So that was a two year exercise in futility. <laughs> and I've always been, you know, the computer guy. So if somebody had a project, they wanted to build an app, I needed a website for something, I could always just do it. And, you know, I was, I've been in and I. I know you guys talk about me You I know exactly what it is as a private investigator. And finally I was like, you know, these people are constantly needing my advice on web stuff. So I finally just changed my seat and I said, this is what I'll do. And sure enough, I've made more money and got to go,
2: got to go where the, yeah. where the demand is, right? Yep,
1: absolutely. Um, so I develop and, and you know, I've, I'm an e-learning junkie, much like most people. So I, I know, you know, WordPress inside and out. I know how to develop outside of WordPress and I know SEO very well now. So I I develop in story brand. Um, I don't follow it religiously, but I know it well enough to sell it to clients. And if somebody wants a website, needs it for their small business, and I'm in front of them, I'll close it just about every time because I get very, very excited about their business. Um, So that's kind of my niche is like, Local Louisville small business owners who really care about the business that they've built, like it's not a just a you know, I bought a staffing agency or I you know I, I just some franchise I bought to make mm-hmm. money. It's something they built out of their own passion. Because I get like osmosis. I like jump. I'm like, yeah, me too. And
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> you know that's that's kind of how I I kind of go at it.
0: Yeah, I I love that. And honestly, like I kind of feel like I should just hang up, and you and Clay can talk because. <laughs> Like, like Clay, you know, what Clay has done, (laughs) listeners of the show know, and Jay, you'll know from, from listening to a bunch of episodes, like what Clay built uh, originally, his, his first business that he's now sold was a a web design agency, social media marketing agency out of uh, Little Rock. And it, it was like, it was all about local business. And we've talked about this on the show a bunch and we can talk about it more today, but like this idea that you're, you're really just focusing on your local market and a specific service and just being the best possible option in your area for this service is, is just, I think, right up our alley and right up Clay's particularly alley of, of like what he knows a ton about and what he's passionate about, about sharing the experience and that sort of thing. So anyway, all that to say, I think it's going to be a good episode. Jay, let's let's talk a little bit about your freelancer to founder scale. We, we have every time a guest comes on, which by the way, if you'd like to come on the show like Jay has today... Man, we love people who take initiative, Jay. You know, you've been at this not that long. You you discovered us a couple weeks ago and we already have you on the show. That just goes to show like if you take initiative, you, we can get you in uh, for a coaching call as well and we'd love to chat you, chat with you about your business. You just go to freelance2founder.com and you scroll to the bottom of the page, you fill out this little questionnaire, very short. We learn a little bit about your business, and then we have you on for a coaching call like we have on Jay today. And Jay, you put in that questionnaire, uh, one of the questions is on a scale of one to 10, one being freelancer, 10 being founder, where do you currently rate yourself? You put that you're currently at a two, uh, but that over the next six or 12 months, you'd like to go from a two to a six. So maybe explain to us like what would need to change for you in the next six or 12 months to to be at a six, and what what does that kind of look like?
1: Yeah. um, So basically what I need to do is pivot from doing everything myself, focusing on sales and growth and outsourcing the building of the website and Mm. the writing of the content and all of the project management stuff uh, to somebody else and, and let them get in the weeds with that stuff and just step in when when necessary.
2: Okay, coaching. The coaching call is done. Like <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing here? What, are, what do you even need us for? I mean, seriously. <laughs> You're You're listen listen to there. you guys too much. I've already improved <laughs> it
0: <laughs> Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant, or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy in fact social media and the importance of marketing yourself online as you grow your business. That's because social has played a huge role in both of our businesses as we've grown them, but actually getting customers from your social accounts to your website and ultimately to make a purchase can sometimes be more difficult than it should be. If you need a simple solution, I recommend you try getting a .bio domain from Porkbun. That's .bio. You can put it in your LinkedIn bio. You can put it wherever you want to put it so that people can get directly to your website. We've partnered with Porkbun. Porkbun a lot over the years for two reasons. First of all, we trust them and they offer better deals on domain names than anyone else that we know about. And right now you can get a .bio domain name for less than $3 at Porkbun. So for less than a cup of coffee, you can get a short, memorable and professional .bio domain name to share yourself with the world. Just visit porkbun.com/freelance or click the link in this episode's description. That's p o r k b u n.com/freelance and you can get a .bio domain for $3 right now. <laughs> he, he did say, in fairness, Clay, he goes, um, I, I just binged, listened, binged a bunch of your episodes, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure everything I wanted to ask you I've already heard in your other episodes. I okay, like, okay. Oh, okay that's I, I'll
2: sum up this entire uh, podcast with this. You already know what to do. Right. Stop e-learning and just do it. <laughs> yes, I, I know
1: that too. I know that too. My biggest challenge, I feel, is just gaining the volume, just getting it in the door. Mm. Um, I know the secondary challenge is if I were to sell six websites tomorrow, I would lose my mind, but but I know I can turn them around in three or four weeks,
2: lose your mind in a good way or bad way,
1: a good way, Uh but it would be a very high blood pressure, good way. Um, because I don't have like, I've got a call tomorrow with free up to, to start learning about how to source help. I don't know the first thing about that. Um,
2: how, so, long it t- how long does it take you to do a website, like actual work time, on Un- an uninterrupted computer I gotta, time?
1: I could have one up in a day, honestly.
2: Okay, so if you got six websites tomorrow,
1: oh, I could handle it. Yeah, but but juggling all of the because I have like thirty little micro steps and click up for each one just to make sure I don't have any missteps. And if sure you know you've developed in WordPress, you know that. Something's going to, you know, something happens. It's DNS, it's it's email, It's there's always just little ticky-tack things that just chew you to death, and my biggest fear would be to drop the ball on a client. Like, I, I can't yeah, even fathom yeah. the idea. So I, I, I play, I hold my cards close, like the, the handful of websites I've closed, I've told them six to eight weeks, even though, like, I'm like, I could have this done this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I also do significant amount of discovery on keywords, build out their service area pages. I know I'm over delivering on four thousand dollar websites, but yeah. I'm brand new, like yeah, I'm yeah, brand yeah. new. So I'm giving them eight nine thousand dollar websites, but I need volume because I'm still working a full time job.
2: Hmm. How many websites would it take? I assume I assume you want to quit your full time job eventually. How many websites would it take at... Two hundred and fifty dollars uh, recurring. Like, how how many how many more projects would it take to quit your job? I haven't even done that math.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Math. So, uh, to, so, if if so, yeah. one thing that's important to you, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Not not saying that I, I'm not like that. I meant that as more like a rhetorical question, which right. is like, which like I'm not trying to tell you to like tell everybody how much you make. Right. So like, first of all, <laughs> know what that math is, right? Right. Like you just need to know, um, mm-hmm. because I. I think once you do that math, you're going to think, wow, it's not going to take that many projects for me to quit my job. right?" Right.
0: Um, And especially if you pair that with what we said earlier, which is like, you could maybe go to 350 or or 400 or 450 before they stop seeing, oh, is that all right? And that would get you there even quicker.
2: Well, it sounds like though, you said you need volume, right? So like, are you, you're the, the struggle you're having is you just don't have enough leads or like, like, yeah. what is it?
1: Um, my, I just closed a website last week, which is the first non-BNI project I've gotten.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is my, you know, very micro network and their secondary networks. Um, before that, it was like I created Jotform maps for people, or you know, I'm just the, I'm the tech guy for them. Which is I'm slowly kind of edging my way away from being available for every single idea everyone has. Mm-hmm. Into I develop websites and I do your SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's pretty much what it is is I'm just starting to get a little traction. I'm very close with the uh, there's a lady in my BNI group who runs their own marketing agency. So she is helping me get a lot of exposure to people. I do free website reviews where I do like a 15 minute loom video, you know, just talking through the story brand structure and how they could improve their conversion rate optimization on their site. And, you know, I also showed Lighthouse and I showed GT metrics. Um, I haven't gotten any business from doing those, but I still feel there's a lot of value in me doing those um, because I learn a lot and I get better and better at presenting them. And I know mm-hmm. that they're received very, very favorably. So I, I imagine it's only a matter of time before that turns into business of some mm-hmm. sort. But again, it's kind of like spaghetti on the wall marketing. I don't really have a, I don't have a, uh, so it's direction. sales that's yeah. sales right
2: like yeah um so what what is that all you're doing trying to as far as like trying to get business bni and then just kind of these uh reviews.
1: yeah i okay. uh i i have i've stayed away from paid ads thus far yeah um just because i don't know the first thing about it and you know if i even start to dip my toe in the water and find a provider it's like oh my god yeah, you just get spammed and bombed and called, and you know, so, I know huh?
2: yeah, I totally get it. Um, and and I'm just curious, do you when you talk to people, do they know you have a full time job? Or do they think you do this full time? It's both, both. Well, I, I would quite honestly, I, I probably would leave out the fact that you have a full time job. Um, I mean, don't lie to people if they sure. ask. Right. But I, I wouldn't just volunteer that information. The reason that is, is because, you know, some people just may like and I'm just thinking like as a small business owner, like who do I want to give my website to? Someone who's part time, who uh, who's doing this on the side, like to, to, to a lot of people that may scream unreliable um, because you don't have the full time attention that a lot of people want. Um, and so I just wouldn't volunteer that information. Now, of course, if that, if it comes up, don't lie about it. Um, so I, I would, I would do that and that might help with your close, close ratios. But, um, also I, you know, one, it sounds like you do a lot of networking, right? Local mm-hmm. networking. I try.
0: Yeah. It and could I, be better.
2: I wish, I wish more people would do this, like more web professionals, um, more freelancers because I think there's just there's a there's a ton of money locally and I'm glad that you do that and I will tell you kind of the magic pill that worked for me uh for for local is uh well first of all before I go into that uh I just want you to have like I also want you to have like realistic expectations right like do the math figure out how many projects it would take you to quit your job and and then you can kind of set a goal as far as like Okay, when do I when do I want to quit my job? Do I want to quit my job in a year? Okay, how many new projects is that per month and like just, just kind of have that goal. Okay. Um because a lot of people just have a lot of they're not very patient. And and I'm not talking about you specifically, yeah. but just you know some listeners that that may be listening, they just they they want to quit their job in 3 months, but it's going to take 30 projects. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's pretty unrealistic. Um, and then I
0: think there's also people too, sorry to interrupt Clay, uh, there's yeah, people, go ahead. Who, and I was guilty of this, who like don't really know the number that that it would take. Mm-hmm. And I think I got to the point where I could have quit a lot sooner, but I wasn't confident because I had never sat down and done the real math, which was a huge mistake on my part, right? I, I never yeah. sat down and said like, here's how much I need to be making on a recurring basis in order to feel confident. And, and plus, here's how much I need in savings and like whatever I whatever you feel like you need it's important to like get that on paper so that when you get to that point, if you want to, you can make the leap. Otherwise, yeah, it it ends up being like what Clay said, either it doesn't happen fast enough. And so you get frustrated or it happens and you don't realize it. And so then you don't make, make the change and then you miss other opportunities. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so what you're doing is great. I think it's, I think it's awesome doing local networking, things like that. Now the problem with that is it's transactional, and you can only network so, so much, right? Right. Um, So your growth is very, it's very, it's bottlenecked by that. Um, So there's only really only two ways you can solve this issue is one, uh, or I guess three ways. One, you network more, but again, there's time issue, right? There's only one of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two, you add people to your team that can network for you right um or the other way around do projects for you and that way you have more time to network um or three which is what i did at the beginning that really helped my growth was you do run ads now the way i i did it locally and this is the way i would recommend you doing it is you run nothing but branding ads do not run uh, 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 an ad that says, Hey, let, let, let me do a, a free website consultation. Like don't do that. Um, that's super spammy to people and they, they just don't click on it. Now, what I mean by branding ads, I mean, uh, do tons of value driven content where there is zero, zero sales pitches. And it could be to a blog. It could be, it'll be, it could be like a one minute video, like mix it up. It could just be a picture of you with your dog. I don't even know if you have a dog, but you know what I mean. It's like just yeah. mix up the but content. Get a dog. Just yeah, it. get a dog. Get a <laughs> dog. Bad, <laughs> or, or go get somebody's cute baby, and then <laughs> no, I'm just That'll get, uh, that
1: get me on social media. Yeah, there
2: you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and then pu- just publish this content, lo- like, lots of it. And then what you do is you take this content and you boost it, and. What you and when it when it, when you run these these boosting ads, do it all locally, just focus, uh, concentrate on the local area, and then you have this running all the time. I mean, all the time, do not stop running it. And then what happens is when you go to a networking event, people are going to say, I have seen your videos or I have seen your pictures or whatever. So that way they already know you before you even met them for the first time. And so what happens there is it almost kind of clones you multiple times to get in front of people. And then when you actually meet them in person, they feel like they almost feel like they're they're meeting like not really like a celebrity, but like somebody that they've been following or been seeing on their their social feed and then your close ratio goes up higher. And then when your close ratio goes up higher, then you can raise your fee. Now on top of this, now you could just do that. What I just said alone and your business will increase on. If you want to do even better, like a more advanced way of doing ads is on top of the branding ads, you run a retargeting ad. So like when people visit your website or they engage with your social media uh, if as long as you have them uh, a proper pixel in in place on your website, you just run a retargeting ad at them all the time, and you again you have that running all the time. And so, if you do this and you continue to network in, in person, you'll see you'll see a big difference.
1: Okay,
0: can I add a couple things to that? I think that's fantastic. First of all, you mentioned uh, that you're already doing like Loom videos. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great starting point for some content production. You can take little pieces of those videos that have real high value moments and just publish like a one or two minute you know s- segment of that. Frankly, you could publish the full 15 minutes or whatever that you do a breakdown. Uh, you could take um, high value moments and turn those into like a short written article or a short written social media post like the stuff that comes up organically as you're reviewing people's websites, you can take notes as you rewatch your videos or maybe as you do it, depending on, you know, how it works. And you could take notes on like just little topics that will get people talking or thinking or changing how they think about their website. Um, things that you think will sort of cause a, a you know, a, a reaction of some sort from people. And that can be where your content comes from. You don't have to just like sit around and try to brainstorm what you could possibly talk about. You're already talking about things when you do those reviews. Um you could also just do the reviews without people asking for them, right? And and um, that would give you plenty of content as well. Um, you could you could even do it for websites of small businesses in your area where they haven't requested it, and then send them an email and say like, "Hey, just you know, I'm a I'm a local web designer SEO guy, and I I wanted to I'm trying to just help out local businesses by giving them some advice for free. There's literally no no catch or anything. I just I uh, wanted you to see this. I'm posting on social some of the best ideas that I had from it, and you can stay tuned or whatever. I just think um, the point being, you're already creating that content at a at a macro level, and and then you can get sort of micro content out of that in little pieces that you can publish every day, so that it's not overwhelming to come up with new content every day for multiple platforms.
1: Sure. My only um, and and I was actually kicking myself because I don't I don't know Clay. I think you were even talking about this. But as I was walking around yesterday, I was like, man, I haven't asked any of these people. I do free 15, 20 minute review. If I can use this footage, you know, I don't, I don't want to just mm-hmm. say, you know, here's all the things wrong with your website. Let me put it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to come at it from that angle. Um, but I think if, if I do these, I just need to let them know. It's like with the understanding that I may use this footage.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. And, you know,
1: I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do it with respect, but, um, that's those are great ideas i just don't want to do that without anyone's And you know and i would send them yeah i I, I would be cold outreach
2: i would be careful about um using the the looms uh as social content publicly on on people that are not your clients yeah. um just because like i'm just thinking about myself if somebody like did a web my uh, a a screen record of my website uh, and says hey here's all the things that are wrong with it um and and of course you're going to say it in nicer words but that's what that's what that person's going to be thinking um and then i'm like i'm like what the hell like why is my website out there and publicly and and this dude is just talking trash about it (laughs) i will not become a client like if you just do that like i even if you ask permission i would be like I appreciate you asking for permission. The answer is no. Yeah. Um, so what I would do is like I would I would just go like maybe if you want to do some content like that, like go find some big brands and just do that. Like okay. and just say, hey, if I were doing Nike's website, like this is what I would do and improve. Like you're not Nike, you know, yeah, not like not like you want Nike as your client. So like that's my, my point is is like I I wouldn't do that to a local prospects sure i think it's just like walking on eggshells there
1: yeah no i agree i think maybe i get that get that that buy-in up front and just say hey you know there might be a little snippet and i'll run it by you if i want to talk about the header format or something like that if you mind if i you know show just this little section it won't be anything and i'll I'll run it by you because that would be phenomenal (laughs) content
0: well, and yeah. I think I think you could get good content out of it without also without showing their actual website, right? Like as you're grow let's let's say you don't have permission or you don't feel comfortable showing someone's actual website or the actual Loom video, you still can get, you know, little piece little pieces of bite-sized content. Like if you've done five Loom videos this week and every single one of them, they have um way too many options in their header menu or whatever, like something that you that you for whatever reason you know is not the best for marketing in your area or for whatever for their website, ask for SEO, whatever it is, right? You pick out this thing and you notice that everyone has it, everyone's quote unquote doing it wrong, then then you say like, okay, this is a common issue. Now I can write up two paragraphs that say like, hey, wanna get, you know, want to get more conversions on your website, you need to cut back the number of things in your in your menu. Most okay. small businesses don't realize that you should only have three or four things in your menu, and da da, da 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 and you just like you use what none of the footage, none of the brands, none of the you know copyrighted information, none of that, but you can you can use what you've essentially learned or noticed to then create that other sort of micro content. Okay,
2: you know and, you know what you uh, go ahead. Do you have a question? No, I was
0: just
1: gonna uh, revisit is, and this might just be a dumb question. It feels dumb. Uh, when it comes to boosting ads, is there a platform that, like to me, all social media is pretty much the same? But I don't know what's more <laughs> effective. You know, <laughs> it's all just people screaming at each other. But you know, Facebook or Instagram or what's, what did you find to be the most effective vehicle for boosting that stuff?
2: Um, I think I think for you, Facebook and Instagram okay. and YouTube and LinkedIn. Clay doesn't like LinkedIn,
0: but LinkedIn for business connections. Um, well
2: like, you know my you know my thoughts I thoughts on LinkedIn right now you know is like, angry guy. at
0: LinkedIn because they kicked him off and I would be too oh. but but nonetheless Jay it might might be a good option for you for no reason
1: <laughs> it never is there's never a reason <laughs>
0: I, I actually I would actually say uh I would say Facebook then LinkedIn if I had to pick. And, and I would even experiment with YouTube. We've been experimented with YouTube quite a bit and man, the prices are so cheap yeah. uh, that if you can get the right kind of conversion off of your ads, the ads are so cheap, especially compared to Facebook. Facebook ad costs, in my experience, over the last 18 months are oh, are just going up and up and up because, well, there's lots of reasons we don't have to get into today, but, but the prices are going up. Meanwhile, somehow Google and YouTube are keeping their prices down um, and so you know, I think it's going to take some experimentation. Also, like, Jay, don't don't forget that if if you want to, you could hire this out. If this isn't your bread and butter, like, Clay and I kind of love this stuff. Um, if if you don't want to be figuring out how to run ads, and that's just another thing that's another layer away from the actual work you want to be doing, this is very easily a, a first hire you could make, right? Okay. Or, a, or a freelance hire you could make where you find someone locally. Maybe you do a trade with them. Maybe you – I don't know. But um, – you find someone even locally who could help you just do some basic social media boosting and and you need to try it out for 6 months and see what happens and then you can make a decision from there. I don't think you have to like go the last thing I'd want you to do is take this conversation and go take like a Facebook Ads course and a YouTube Ads course and a something oh God, else no. course, take all these courses and like take forever to try to figure it out when in reality that's just not what what your where your skills lie. Um, you know, it might be worth investing in someone else to help you with it. If indeed you find that, you know, it's, it's worth investing those, those kinds of that kind of money and yeah, that time. That's
1: funny. I actually have a meeting tomorrow with the the lady in my B&I group who runs the marketing agency. That's what she does oh, yeah. is social media. And I'm, I'm probably just going to turn it over. Like, I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just, I would just say anytime you hire a marketing person and I say this as a marketing person myself, so I'm allowed to say this, I would just say, focus on the results that they're driving for you. Right. Um, a lot of times and it's, and it's sometimes true. Like you probably see this with SEO too. You say, you have to say to the client, you're not going to see results for six or eight months, but then after that, it's going to be amazing. Well, you know, just, just tread, tread lightly there. And, and, um, And make sure that, you know, the, the stuff she's doing for you or whoever you hire, they're actually doing things that are driving that volume. I Mm. I did want to ask a question. When you said, when you said you need more volume, is your close, what's your close rate like? I I know you had that one client that said like, oh, is that all? And that was pretty amazing. What, what is your close light or close rate look like? You know, I mean,
1: I've, I've only actually built, like I'm on my fourth and fifth site right now. Okay. I, I just started and, um. So I, I don't really have enough data to say what a close rate is. <laughs>
2: well, how many, how many how many people did you talk to to close those four or five sites?
1: Uh, maybe six. Okay,
0: okay so you so have a close
2: ratio,
1: really Yeah. good. Close okay,
0: rate. yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it's a smaller sample size, obviously, but it's a starting point nonetheless. So you have like you know 80 percent uh, close rate, which is really fantastic. I mean, if you could get, so so you're not saying the volume like your close rate is not the issue. It's just it's a matter of getting people aware. Getting the, the right place. people aware who are ready because yeah. you know mm. of course I've got tire kickers, and that was my two out of my six.
1: Um, but if they're if if this is what they need, and I talk to them, and you know I can answer every question they've got about SEO, CRO, all of it, and and you know get really excited about their business, I I go into it very confident.
2: Mm. How do you market yourself? Do you market yourself as? Uh... As Jay Smith. It's my
1: agency. It's root of
2: pie. Okay. Okay.
1: But it's clearly just me. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, it's fine. Um, I was just curious. Hey, when, when I do, you might try to increase volume because you are one person. Um, one thing that I, I did, it was successful for me. I think it's going to be hit or miss um, for other people is, I did a website roast event. So (laughs) I can't wait to hear about this.
1: (laughs) I think I already know what it is.
2: So basically a bunch like it's an event people attend and I throw a website up on a screen and I roast it like and people
0: volunteered. For the, like they volunteered their website.
1: That's a really good idea.
0: And I love that you're saying this after that. after a minute ago. You were like, "Oh, that idea you had of showing people's websites, Preston, that was a dumb idea. You should <laughs> definitely shouldn't do that." What well, are okay. Like I'm gonna host a whole event. Where I'm <laughs> the totally difference just is draft somebody's website. The difference
2: is it's volunteered. Right, people know what they're getting into. <laughs> All right,
0: that's fair. That's fair.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, like, the reason why I think this could work if you market it properly is not only do you get to demonstrate your knowledge and skills right in front of in front of everybody, but you get to do it in front of a group. Which is a whole bunch of business owners. Right? They're, they're 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 there for they're for a reason. They're they're a right. business owner, um, and you are now an authority level versus or authority figure versus a salesperson. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. if you're like, if you host an event and there's like 50 people there, I mean to me, that's just you're, you're just you're, you that's way more efficient and way more exposure versus doing it single transaction at a time.
1: Yeah. The story brand guy, actually, there's plenty of videos of him doing exactly that Mm-hmm. at their, of talks. course.
2: Yeah. Of course it takes work to get people to attend, right. but like, but to me I would much rather put in the work to get people to an, att- to attend uh, uh, an event. And it can be small too. Like don't, just because you don't have a hundred people there or 50 people, that's fine. If you got 10 people there, okay. Call it a workshop. You know what I mean? Like, but the more people you get there the better obviously. But like sure. like I would I would much rather put in the work to to get people to that type of event versus putting in the work in single transactions trying to get one client at a time. So That's really good. I think mm-hmm. that
1: coupled with the uh the tactics from before, you know, to build to build local authority, I think yeah. that'd be huge.
2: And ha- you know, if you if you do this event, like have somebody record it, you know, there's oh, yeah. tons of content right
0: there. Yep. I think cool. too. I don't think we need to kick a dead horse here on uh, on this idea, but go back and listen to a few episodes. You're bound to stumble on Clay's idea about um, like free lunch for oh yeah whoever. Uh, maybe maybe you've heard about that. So so it's basically yeah, like yeah. what yeah, idea? Yeah, you said this where is my you where idea? you put a tab at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> oh and you okay. say like, that's right. You know, I've put a five hundred dollar tab at whatever restaurant. And, it, and yes. it basically like gets you some local PR and it gets you like local goodwill and your name out there and all that sort of thing. Um, It's a great way to like just boost your exposure locally so that when they hear your name again, they associate it with those positive feelings.
2: Yes. That is such like – I wish more people would do this. But like I had another client of mine do it and he uh, he did it three times every Friday – hundred dollar tab at a different restaurant every time dude got on the news he got on the news yeah like because the news free. Needs stuff to talk about <laughs> yeah like yeah dude, but like if you're gonna do i i would 100 percent do this jay uh right. if i were you and it it's it's gonna be the best 400 dollars a month that you will ever spend as far as a marketing budget um and but the way you got to go about this is like it's got to be total um uh benevolence right like there's no salesy anything like when you go visit these places do a hundred dollar tab don't don't end the the meeting or whatever with hey like if you're ever in the market for a website like don't do that Uh, because your benevolence is no longer benevolence it's like people just they they can smell that that salesy but if you do this every single friday and and open up a hundred dollar tab at a different restaurant or coffee shop and you do it for like very consistently people are going to pick up on it and so, like, yeah, uh, yeah, just I, I would do it if I were you. It's a great way to get your name out there, um, especially if you're new.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's really good.
2: All your BNI, and then all, tell all your BNI people to share it on social media.
1: Yeah, all <laughs> yeah. go eat it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine.
2: That's fine. Tell them they can go and 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 get a coffee on you, but tell them they got to share that on social media. <laughs> Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, and really it's like it's not as much about who gets a free lunch, although that is important. It's really right. about like that extra exposure you're going to get because for every one person who goes and actually buys something and and takes advantage of the tab that you've set up, there's going to be 10, 20, 30 other people who hear about it who still get the warm fuzzies and, and and still hear about your brand but they don't go get the food and so the food really doesn't matter, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really actually, not, you like, know,
2: you know what might happen,
0: um, is some of your b people
2: might be like, Hey, that's a great idea. Do you mind if I get in on that? And then maybe you can just increase the tab or whatever, oh, yeah. but, yeah. but like, be careful about this. Right. Like, I know it's, it's so it's supposed to be benevolence, but like, I mean, the end benefit is that you get the exposure. Right. So like, make sure that it's you on video with the, with the, with the manager or even better the owner. Right. Okay.
0: Like I'm going to go a totally different direction here. This has reminded me of uh, of something I saw a local business do. And it wasn't nearly as... It was not benevolent at all, actually. <laughs> but, uh, but they had a high conversion rate because I talked to the guy after. And he's like, we do these every month and they work amazingly. So here's the process he followed. You can choose if this works for your brand or not. I'm just going to share it with you. Again, there are things I like about it. There are things I dislike about it. Um, but I think it's worth sharing. So basically, I went to an event with my wife. It was like a—I don't even remember. I think it was like a home something event, and and we went and we put our name in a drawing for a, a smoker or something like that. And um, they call me a week later and they're like, "Hey, congratulations! You won one of our second—you know—second place prizes or whatever, which is a free dinner at I think it was Red Lobster or somewhere. And so we go to this dinner, and of course, there's a guy there with a PowerPoint presentation waiting for us in a reserved room where all of the winners. Come and have a free dinner at Red Lobster. Class so time shared. It, it was. It was totally. It was totally like, like you know, that was a not a great moment. So you'd have to figure out how to how to like make that a positive thing, right? But we did get free dinner <clears throat> in exchange for a free dinner. We had to listen to his spiel, uh, and then you would be shocked like how many people in the room after. Probably because I felt guilty. I didn't feel guilty. I just ate my food, and I was like, "Hey, thanks for the food," and I was out but you would be amazed at how many people in that room out of probably 20 or 30 people in the room I'd say over half of them ended up taking the next step which was having him it was I don't even remember what it was for something in your attic have him come to your house and look at your attic right so like um so so it feels kind of spammy but I wonder if you could like do it in a way that doesn't feel quite as bad as that felt just because I don't just because the the numbers from what he was telling me like the conversion numbers on it were were Incredible. I just really,
2: I, I really want to know what he was pitching to go up in somebody's attic.
0: It was, it was like, no, it's like, you know, it was like insulation or something. <laughs> attic to like, insula- yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, it was, okay. it was dumb. I mean, it was like, clearly I wasn't interested in it. We have a fairly new home and it just didn't work for us. But, but like the process I found very fascinating, right? That first of all, they tricked me, someone who's like a very savvy marketer. <laughs> they tricked me into like, oh, okay. I, I totally did not see the PowerPoint presentation coming. So that was naive of me. But but then, like, once that sort of wore off and I enjoyed my dinner and whatever, I was there with my wife and it was fine and he actually had me invite three other people. <laughs> so, like, wow. the numbers, as you can imagine, they only had to call, like, five to ten winners and then each of those people bought, brought two or three people each. And it, it was, I mean, you know, the numbers add up after a while. So, if you can find a way to do it that seems genuine to being a kind person <laughs> and, and genuine to your brand and not, like, spammy and, and deceiving and clickbaity or whatever – uh you know or switch switch bait i should say you know if if you can figure out a way to do it the numbers certainly were there
1: yeah i I think i like uh option a better that's (laughs) that that whole process i win like i would have grabbed every basket of cheddar bay biscuits and stomped out of that room (laughs) i am not watching your timeshare thing dude Oh no, I, I, these are good ideas though. And, and I, I did hear, I did hear a couple episodes where you mentioned the lunch tab. And I, of course, in my mind, I'm like, well, a hundred bucks is going to get like two people lunch anymore. So, but there are a lot of very popular little coffee shops uh, around here. That's true. It might be, it'll go further. Yeah. It'll go further.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And remember, it's not about how many people eat, right? So so put up a tab. You can even just say I've put up a tab at, at such and such place and and when it's gone it's gone so hustle in I mean the manager will love that right so right I think there's there's ways to get around the fact that food costs have gone up
1: Yeah no I'm, I mean I'm I'm I already know which coffee shops to go to there's one that I support that's another veteran owned business and you know he's a smaller going up against the big boys and I think it'd be a very
0: good event Well, good, man. I think, I think this has been a good conversation on on getting volume. That's like such a common issue. It's like, look, I I know how to close. I know what to say. I know what my clients want, but I just don't know how to reach more of them. So thanks for bringing that question up, Jay. Hopefully this has been a helpful call for you.
1: Oh yeah. Tremendous. Like I I was worried. I told you at the beginning that I had already heard all the input. Uh, (laughs) But but you guys, I mean, you guys, you guys just bring such tremendous value. Uh, like anybody who hasn't signed up to get on with you guys is just a sucker in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the guy. They're the guy. They're the guy at Red Lobster watching the PowerPoint. Like, how the hell did I get into this? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm never gonna uh, live that one down. Like I uh, said, I, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't do it unless I could figure out a way to, to be more genuine about it. But anyway, I'm oh. gonna stop with that one. Stop that line of thinking and uh, <laughs> move on. <clears throat> but Jay, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today, man. Will you let people know where they can find you?
1: Yeah. So my website is root of pi r o o t o f p i dot com.
0: Awesome. That is some advanced math that I that I don't <laughs> understand. But, it's uh, on
1: my About Me page, and it makes sense when you read it, but it's super nerdy and dorky.
0: I actually love that you just said that, because now it's like everyone is intrigued to go read your About page and figure <laughs> mm. out what's yep, going there on. There you right. go. There That's you cool. go. Cool idea. All right, Jay. Well, thank you so much. Clay, thanks for your time today, man. Really appreciate it. Super fun. Thank, right, thank you. Guys, take care. See ya.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Millo, Dripify, and the Poglomerate.
0: You can find links to my business, Milo Clay's business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, The Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode.
2: Remember to call in for your own episode at
0: FreelanceToFounder.com. A very special thank you to the members of The Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible.
2: To stream past episodes, visit FreelanceToFounder.com or search freelance to Founder wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance 2 Calendar.